Hey ladies, happy Friday. In this episode, this is the ladies who finished last month's Stop Drinking Boot Camp. And it's so exciting because you get to hear a little recap of kind of what we did throughout the Stop Drinking Boot Camp. And you don't just get to hear how excited I am about it and how awesome I think it is, but you get to hear directly from them, tell you what aha moments they had, what they experienced, what and if they recommend it to you, and really kind of what's next. So it is coming January the 10th is our start date for the 2022 Stop Drinking Boot Camp, which is a six-week group coaching program. We're all together in this where we're going to get control of your drinking, whether it's reducing it, stopping altogether, learning how to create new routines, reduce the anxiety around it, renew your mind, especially with God's word and begin to trust yourself again. And all this happens inside of a very private, intimate group faith-led community. We've got each other's back. We're going to have some fun, but really help you walk through this and see what this looks like. So if you have come to the place where you realize that alcohol has just become too important in your life, it has become an idol, a stronghold. It's just, it's just too big and you want to devalue it and really work on what does it look like to shift my mindset? What does it look like to create new te- routines? What does it look like to truly be set free from this like desire and hold? Then now is your time. Applications are officially open today and there's only 15 spots this time. So if you're interested, you better get in. Go to bit.ly slash January Stop Drinking Boot Camp. That is B-I-T dot L-Y slash January Stop Drinking Boot Camp and apply today. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free but you've been hanging on for dear life hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. All right, cool. So week six is here. Super, super exciting. We're right before the holidays. I'm super thrilled. So I'm just going to run through and recap um, before I have invited all of you to come on and share. And so this is cool. So all my listeners get to hear a little bit about your experience and what you've learned and what you're walking away with. So first, we're just going to celebrate for a minute and I'm going to run through kind of what we did, even just to help some of the listeners kind of know like, what is this thing? What is this stop drinking boot camp thing? And is it something that I want to do in the new year when I relaunch it? And, you know, do I have to be perfect? Do I have to, you know, am I going to get in trouble if I slip up quote unquote or whatever they may be thinking? And 
that is absolutely the furthest from the truth. What happens here is community, connection, vulnerability, and the ability to just be like, hey, like we're doing real life here and we're growing and learning together. So week one, we kind of really set the tone for what is it that we want and created a declaration. We had a removal and replacement plan in our homes and what that looks like in our setup where we live. We worked on new routines and creating that. And we really worked on a calming technique because a lot of us, what happens is in our body, in our neurology, there's a lot of stress and tension. And so we have to learn to kind of create that calmness inside of our bodies. Then we went into week two. We talked a lot about triggers. We talked about the skills of simply noticing, having that awareness, learning how to really pay attention to our bodies, how to investigate what just happened. You know, where did this come from? What was I thinking? What, what did I make this mean that caused this reaction in my body? And then just really learn how to feel it, learn how to move through it, learn how to begin to evaluate all these processes. Because this to me is one of the key things as we just move through our lives, because we are going to always face some sort of, you know, conflict at some point in our lives. It's just coming, whether we want it or not. And it doesn't always have to be conflict. What it can be is just something simple that happens that triggers something from a long time ago. So we're really learning about that, learn how to rewire and, and rewrite those things. We talked a lot about uh, self-calming tools about how we can learn to plant our feet and breathe, things like that. Then we went into boundaries, which is one of my favorites. It's not the best or easy or not. Well, it is one of the best, but not the easiest thing to do. Um, Cause it, we have to really get clear and identify what we need first that are truly is going to support us and support our growth. Then we have to learn like how to layer that commitment and create a really strong commitment. And we have to learn how to communicate it to the ones we love around us. Cause a lot of times, especially those who listening, if you've experienced boundaries before and you're like, well, that didn't really work for me. It's probably because it wasn't done like this. Cause this is a very detailed way of saying, listen, because we're kind of helping the people who love us be able to help us and serve us, or at least set the tone for how much we're going to really protect and help ourselves. Then we went into values, which there again, I want to always say this is one of my favorite, but a lot of these are my favorites, but values are huge because that is literally the undercurrent of our lives. And when we start to live in alignment, that's when growth happens, relationships begin to thrive. We begin to realize, um, wow, no wonder I was having conflict with this person or with this situation or, oh, it's because I was being disobedient in this area and this was causing me struggle because this is not the person I am. Then we worked on setting up our environments to support that, to support ourselves and others. And then week five, we really just dove into what God says about who we are and who he is, learning how to truly renew our minds with the truth how to pray, talked a little bit about guilt and shame and what that looks like, because I think that we're hanging on the things from the past that we didn't really know that. We didn't really know that then. We weren't who we are now back then, and we were really trying to really meet a deep need, 
and a lot of times that's why we made the choices that we did and we can we can grow and we can learn and that there is a path to forgiveness and that always starts with god so then today is week six we're excited so i have got my four beautiful ladies today and they know the order they're going in and that's what we're going to talk about i just want each of you to take your time to just kind of go through this list um, that i gave you i also have it on the screen and just talk about your declaration some of the new routines and some things that you just wanted to to share about and um a little bit about and i'll kind of help guide you through it too because i do want to find out um what's been some of your favorite stuff so let's start with you tanya and right. mute yourself there you go um i guess I really can't say enough about the program. I went in extremely nervous, started extremely nervous. Um, some of it was, you know, just making the financial investment. I'm a single mom. I've got two kids at home. So making that financial commitment at first was kind of difficult for me, but I um, realized that I was investing in my kids too, because I needed to be, do this to be a better mom. So I just, like my declaration statement was that I'm doing this for me and for my kids and we will have a better future for it. And as far as the new routines that I've worked on, um, just coping with things. I realized I relied on alcohol to numb the feelings. So rather than reaching for that glass of wine or that mixed drink, I dealt with them and like, instead of like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, rather than just like using it to calm down, I said like, what's overwhelming me and what's stressing me out and moving forward that way. And boundaries that I've set and I'm using, I've been clear with my friends and my family and those around me that I'm choosing to not use alcohol to socialize. It's, you know, I get social anxiety. I think I need it to relax and, and to be okay being out and about and just letting them know that I'm not doing that anymore. So if we are out doing something and I choose to not have a drink, that's why. And they've all been extremely respectful, which I really appreciate. My biggest aha moment of the program Honestly, I think there was probably one daily. <laughs> I don't even know that I can pinpoint one of them. Like we had a major incident with my son midway through the program. And I would have definitely turned to alcohol to get through it. One night I actually did. And then the next morning it was like, oh my gosh, I need to be on my game to help him through this. And now I'm not. My brain is foggy. I didn't sleep very well. I'm just, I'm, you know, I, I'm not focused enough and he needs me. Like, this is why I said I was going to do this to be a better mom. And this, in being aware of what the alcohol did to me just one night, let alone had I been drinking the four nights before that, just one night of having drinks and, and not being able to really focus for him in our situation the next day was huge. Um, another thing, another big aha moment was dealing with the emotions rather than squashing them down. Like I think in the very beginning, one of them that we had talked about was that um, buried feelings don't die. I have that posted all over my office at home. Like I need to deal with this feeling right now. Don't just numb it with alcohol because it will come back. It will resurface again. So those were two of the huge ones that I can say, but I do think I 
pretty much had one almost daily. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And then it, um, what has gone showed me during the past six weeks? Again, the, um, the Bible plans that we did through the other app were so helpful. And when we talked last week about like in growing up, I was like, but I don't know how to pray. Like, I don't know. Am I praying right? Am I doing this right? Like, I've just been talking with God, like driving down the road and driving to work. Like I just, you know, and I've kind of have just been ending every day with thank you for today. Lead me down the path you have for me tomorrow. And it's really gotten me through what we're going through with my son. Um, and it's just given me strength to not turn to the alcohol, to numb everything. Mm. And as far as my favorite tools, I would say the brain dump has been a game changer. Anytime I'm starting, like, as I'm recognizing, like, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I could really use, you know, a glass of wine. And having to figure out what's overwhelming me and why I'm stressed, I grab that journal, I just start writing, like, why am I feeling like this? And, and what would I what could I do that would help me not feel like this? And really figuring that out. So the brain dumps, and then the like the body check, where we start, like, I can feel my shoulders tension, tending up. So I take a deep breath, and I relax my shoulders, and then I feel it go down through my back, and I feel my, you know, my legs relaxing. And that's helped me sleep better. I've done it a few times, like laying in bed and I'm tossing and I'm turning and I can't fall asleep. And I just like, I start at my shoulders and I just relax everything and do that body check. And that's been extremely helpful. So mm -hmm. honestly, I can't recommend the program enough. Like, I feel like I can't find the words to really truly express how much it's helped me. Um, I'm really... I really think that it's being part of this, like the whole thing. So I believe that God put me in this program to help me get through what we're going through with my son. Hmm. So like I said, can't recommend it enough. And it's what's gotten me through. Wow. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so very much. I'm so proud Thank of you. you. Thank you. <laughs> So proud of you. That's so awesome. All right, Miss Paula. What would you like to share today? Well, when I did my declaration statement, I've actually kind of rewritten it several times. It's kind of evolved. Um, and my, my latest version of it is I declare that I'll start showing up for myself. And when I make a commitment, I'll respect myself enough to follow through. Because as you know, I, that's been probably the biggest thing for me working you know, through this program that I've discovered. Mm -hmm. um, some new routines. You know, I, I've been taking time with the Bible app, which has been really helpful because I haven't had any consistency with that. And so the Bible app has been very helpful. And so one of my routines is I do get onto that almost every day, but I try to make time to get onto that and, um, and do the soap method that you taught me mm -hmm. um, so I can dive into it a little bit more. Um, in the evening, I kind of have, when I get over work, I pour myself a kombucha and then I usually switch over to, um, like a sleepy time tea, as I call it. I have a bunch of different kinds. And so that's kind of been my evening routine, um, to, to kind of replace the wine that I would drink. And, and it's, and it's actually, it's very relaxing. And then I also read. So I started reading before bed and I always read something positive. 
Um, I've got a few books that I read and I read a chapter or so, something positive before I go to bed. Awesome. Um, as far as boundaries, you know, for me, because uh, my husband drinks and, you know, I did ask him to, you know, can you don't drink wine, just drink, drink a beer. I don't like beer. I, that's not going to bother me. Can you just switch? You know, and he did. And that was fine. And then also I didn't want to discuss it. Like I didn't want to discuss future trips we're going to take, say, to go wine tasting or future, you know, or purchases. And so I, I just needed to minimize the um, discussion around alcohol sure. <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm making this commitment. And so those were the, basically the boundaries that I set. Um, Did you biggest, find that helpful mm-hmm. when you were able to really get clarity on what you wanted to set? Yeah, because it's kind of like you say, oh, I, I don't want to meet friends in a bar. You know, I don't want to go to a pub because that's just going to be a trigger for me. Sure. And so discussing it and saying, oh, yeah, next summer, let's go here. Let's go to Napa or something like that. It's like, you know, I, I don't want to think about that. It, that that kind of pulls me back into a world that I mm-hmm. wanted to take a break from. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so that was that was helpful. Good. Um, the biggest aha moment I came that because I tried to do everything perfect. And I told you right from the beginning, I'm going to nail this. I'm going to get my six weeks, la, la, la. Well, I made it two weeks and then I had a slip up. And, and so it was really helpful to talk to you about it and discuss it because, you know, of course I know I don't need to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but you know what? I've, um, you gave me tools to help me let go and of that. And it's kind of, and it's, and honestly, it's really helped because um, I'm kinder to myself when I'm not trying to be perfect. Mm. So, um, and so I think that's been my, that was my biggest aha moment. Um, and what has God shown me? You know, the first thing that came to mind when I, when I saw that was that I'm not alone. I, um, I do a lot of talking to him now when more so I always, I've always prayed, you know, off and on, but I think I talk, I talk to him <laughs> and, um, and, you know, and I, and I pray and I just, and I get comfort in that. So, and there's no special time of day that I do that. I mean, usually almost always at night, but, but I do a lot more talking <laughs> is all I could say. Um, favorite tools, it. you know, probably when you explained how to talk to the wine, witch, because I was, I wasn't doing it quite right. Um, I was telling it to go away, don't come back type thing. And, and so I was trying to use willpower or yell at it and say, go away. But you taught us a different method. And, um, and so that has helped a lot, you know. Um, also, the, the brain dump, uh, I call them rant pages. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's something I can, you know, that's a tool I can use too when I need to do that. You know, because yeah. I think everybody, everybody needs to do that. I wish everybody, <laughs> wish I would have known about that sooner or why I didn't even think to do it sooner. I don't know. Um, and what I recommend the program, I, I, I would, um, because it's much more than just stopping drinking or taking a break from drinking. There's a lot of skills that I can use and carry, they carry over into other things I do. And, um, and it's given me tools to deal with, you know, all kinds of things, like I said, and not just the drinking. So, um, and I think there's tools and skills that we can all work on and, you know, and use them for just a lot of different things. Um, and I think, you know, I was, I'm really happy that I did the program. I invested in me. 
Um, I had several little wins and big wins, you know, and, and, um, and I've got, like I said, the tools and some skill set that I can carry forward and can, and I'm definitely going to continue doing mm-hmm. uh, quite a few of these things. Awesome. So, Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love to um, several things <clears throat> that both of mm-hmm. you have already said, but also just the fact that you're a little bit kinder to yourself that can only go well from here because mm-hmm. I've never known anybody to create growth and fulfillment in their life being mean to themselves. It's just not possible. So if that's even, you know, if that is the one big thing you learned, then man, that just blesses my heart. Cause we think that a lot of times that we do have to like, come on, get your crap together, you know, like sort of like be that mean parent to ourselves. when honestly, the more nurturing and the more kind we can be to ourselves, just the better off we are. So I love that. I'm glad you shared that for sure. And, um, and that you're not alone and that's so true. We're not alone. So mm-hmm. I love that. I love this little small knit group in this one too. I think it was a really good way to, to kick this kind of program off and, and uh, see y'all really develop together. Well, thank you for sharing. Oh, this is so, so good. It's just filling up my spirit. And I know that it's going to help so many other women too, because I love that uh, you're already alluding to, we got two more, but just alluding to the fact that like, this is not just to come in here and, and try to quit drinking, like, which is exactly what, you know, you hear even on any sort of programs, you know, lose the weight or this, that, and the other. But what I really intended is this to be a place of kind of a new beginnings of connection with other people, new beginnings and like really to like start to see this new vision in your life and, and plant some seeds and give you some tools and, and these skills, like you said, just especially just like the, the feeling, the emotions and the brain dumps and all these things that like that, those are things I continue to do. And I've been alcohol free for over three and a half years. So to me, that's the whole point of this journey is just, let's get the alcohol out of the way. You know, let's go ahead and get real and what it is and what it's doing. Let's learn how to talk to the wine witch and, you know, realize that she's there, but not have to resist her. Just go, okay, I got this. And then go from there. So, all right, next we have Elaine. It's your turn. Okay. So I started the program. Um, and you asked us to make the declaration on the first day, and this was my declaration. I declare that moving forward, I am done with alcohol, having control of my life. I am surrendering this struggle to the Lord since I have been unable to effect lasting change on my own. And um, then we moved into the next week. So obviously I made new routines. Um, One thing that was like a trigger is just walking in from work walking through the door from work so um i set up it's not every day but most days i go on a walk after that as soon as i get home put on my sneakers i go for a walk i also signed up and took um a zumba class like i've done a couple of zumba classes at least once or twice a week and that has been a good um transition 
So instead of like having alcohol right away, it's, well, I'm not having alcohol, but it makes the transition easier. So um, the boundaries that I set didn't come until about the third week. And it was, this is personal, but it was that my husband got really drunk one night and I took all of the bottles of alcohol and put them in the sink face down that I was pouring them out because I wasn't having alcohol in the house anymore. So people can have a beer, maybe they could have a glass of wine, but I'm not keeping a um, stockpile of alcohol just for entertaining, which has actually helped. And so we've kept to that boundary and that has helped. Um, the aha moments that I have, I really love the lesson about the 10 environments like ranking all the areas um, was kind of eye-opening to me because I even went back and kind of rescored like after thinking about it and after the discussion that we had with you and the other people in the group. Um, but I felt like it helped me organize my thoughts and my beliefs around each one of those which also helped me then prioritize which ones I wanted to work on first, mm -hmm. which ones were the most important that I felt um, that I could put some action steps in place and get some results from those. And I think that a big thing that God has shown me is that my thoughts are so important. Um, you know, the whole think, feel, act cycle. Um, but to stop being so mean to myself, so to have a little grace and compassion for myself because I would have it for others, and but to tell myself the truth in love, just like I would want um, to speak to other people or I want, would want them to speak to me. I still want to know the truth about myself. I don't want to say, um, like Pollyanna, everything's great, everything's wonderful. That doesn't make wonderful things happen. But when you can forgive yourself and take these tools that you've taught us and move on, I think that, that is, um, that's been one of the biggest helps to me. And my favorite tools were the six-step breathing, that was really important to me, um, even using in my workplace and during my workday. Um, doing that helped just, like, take the tension out of my shoulders. I sometimes feel like with tension, my shoulders are up to my ears, and that helped, like, calm me down and kind of focus everything. And the thought download, I thought, was so good. And you could call it the ramp pages. I thought that was an excellent name for it. <laughs> but anything that you want to say, because first of all, God's not afraid of hearing whatever your thoughts are. He already knows them. Amen. <laughs> but being able to just get it all out and get it on paper and then reread it kind of shows you more of the truth. Like, okay, well, 
like that statement wasn't true. That one was, that one wasn't true. Just helps you kind of step outside yourself. I don't know if that's the right way. That's the way I feel about it. Step outside myself and re-examine what my thoughts and or beliefs were about any particular situation or circumstance. So um, in closing, I will say that I would definitely recommend this program to anybody that is um, looking for a change, looking for some accountability. They're sober curious or ready, or excuse me, ready to make some distinct changes in their life. Um, I loved that you were, are, very relatable and not wishy-washy at all, mm-hmm. not letting us off the hook if something occurred, but still, but still being encouraging with that. And I think that that is a gift and a great skill that you have to be able to do that. So one of the other changes I've made in my life then is to with the whole growth mindset thing and everything, I've um, joined a weight program and um, also a a step that thing. So I'm just like trying to incorporate all these other activities into my life to replace what was there before. Mm. Beautiful. I love it because <clears throat> then, Thank you know, you. we think we don't have time. I, I know I felt that way. And then all of a sudden you remove this. And you're like, uh, I really can do other things that I, <laughs> at first we got to figure out like, what do I enjoy? So we got to explore and then we can start adding that stuff in. So that's awesome. And thank you for your sweet compliment because I do want to hold all of you accountable, but I also love you and I want you to know that too. So I really appreciate you saying that. It's awesome. All righty, our next one and final one is Jamie. Looking forward to hearing from you. So tell us about your experience. Hello, uh, good afternoon. Um, listening to all the other ladies uh, kind of made me tear up because I think we've all had very different um, but very similar experiences in how we've um, grown through this program. Um, Sorry, my voice is shaky. I, I shouldn't have asked to go last. <laughs> um, but uh, so um, this program came into my life during one of the most challenging times. Um, and I binge listened to probably at least 30 of um, Michelle's podcast. I had tried AA. I didn't feel like it was a, it was a fit for me. I wanted something truly more focused on a mindset solution as opposed to just a stop. Um, and so I'm just super grateful that, um, for podcast one, (laughs) but, um, so my declaration statement, and as I've, um, kind of gone through the program and I read it again this afternoon, I realized I do need to tweak it again. Um, but my original declaration on week one was I declare that through the power of God, I'm alcohol free. I declare that I will trust him to work on my anxiety, self-doubt and boredom. I will no longer go to alcohol to numb out when I have the most powerful person in the universe on my side. It's time for me to move forward to my best life, to honor God, to honor my husband, and to honor myself. Um, So that was my original declaration. Um, 
some new routines that have worked for me is, like I said, I'm a podcast junkie. And instead of turning on a true crime podcast first thing in the morning, I have <laughs> redirected myself to listen to a Christian podcast. And I can completely tell a difference in not just my mindset, but my anxiety. Wow. And I didn't realize it was because I thought crime podcasts gave me enjoyment. And no, they were actually fueling a little bit of my anxiety. Um, so some boundaries that I've set that I'm still working on this, especially this last week, I've had a big change in my family. Um, but I've learned that I need a transition time from home to work and not just home to pouring the glass of wine. So I need to go into my office and look at my next day and, you know, kind of process the day before, before I am a, you know, a human again, you know, a functional human and trans transition from boss lady to, you know, to wife and stepmom. And so that's been really, really good for me. Um, I think I've had two kind of like, uh, Tanya said, I've had a lot of aha moments Two have stuck out to me. I think so one of them was that little steps really do make a big difference. Um, I uh, have definitely slowed down on my drinking, but I have not completely stopped. But those little pauses and the awareness around the decisions have really been good for me. That stopping and thinking, okay, what are you really feeling here? And okay, and then digging deeper beyond not just what are you feeling, but why are you feeling that and what has caused those thoughts. Um, the other thing, this is the biggest one. When we listed out all of our values, I had on, I had family, I had career, I had compassion, I had integrity. And when I sat down to review that list after our call, I realized that that drinking conflicted almost every single one of those values that I held so, so dearly to me. Mm. And that was a huge, huge eye opener. Um, what's God, what God's really shown me over the last six weeks that I knew that I'd kind of drifted from him, you know, I'd say about, you know, four or five months ago, I was pretty angry with him. And, um, but I hadn't been using him enough. I hadn't been communicating with him enough. I hadn't been just talking with him enough. Um, I kind of joke that I'm closest to God when I'm putting in and taking out my contacts. <laughs> and, but I, uh, I think just those little everyday conversations that you have with him have, they've started to pick up and just the, like my thermostat in my car started working randomly again. I'm like, Hey, I know that was you. Um, so just having that awareness of him being around me all the time and that I, I do, I have the most powerful person in the universe that wants me to be happy and whole. So that's been a really, I love that this program is both mindset and God focused. Uh, some of my favorite tools that I've learned is the daily inventories. I enjoy that. Um, I also learned that audio journaling is something that's really helpful for me because when we've had our one-on-ones or even Q and A's, as I'm talking, I'm almost working out the solution. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is the brain dump, but the brain dump without judgment. Initially, when I started brain dumping, I would overanalyze the thought 
of, should I put that on paper? And now it's when I brain dump, it's, it's, it's all out there. <laughs> and that's been really good for me. Um, and I would absolutely, absolutely recommend this program. I was so scared. Like I said, this was, has been some of the hardest, um, time of my life. And I had tried AA. I was so discouraged and I felt like Michelle was already kind of my BFF just from listening to her, <laughs> do her, uh, <laughs> to her podcast. And, you know, when she says like, I, I love you ladies, I want you guys to be successful. I want you guys to succeed. I want you to live, you know, a whole life. I want you to have that, you know, relationship with the Lord. And I mean, she's sincere in that. And, um, I was so nervous to really be a bear all and, um, I feel safe doing that and doing that with this group of ladies. And so I'm just super, super appreciative of the time that you've invested in us. So thank you. Mm. Oh, goodness. Oh, my heart. It is so full. It's going to burst out of my chest. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Y'all are so awesome. I'm so grateful that y'all really took the time to to pay attention to that and, and share it because you're going to bless somebody else. Cause I know that there's going to be women hearing this as we, you know, we're in November. I'm going to probably do this sometime in December and gearing up for the January, um, um, program again, and they're going to be on the fence and just whether it's, you know, the, the belief that you've gotten, the skills, this, how much kinder you are to yourselves, the relationship with the Lord, the like, the finances just work out. They just do. Like when we go to invest in ourselves, it just works. And, you know, just saying like, this has been the hardest time of my life, but this, this came in place. And Tanya's saying, if I wasn't in this, the struggle with my son would have been harder. So I'm so, so grateful for all of you. And, um, man, I'm looking forward to, that's the thing is now we're forever friends. So we get to continue to, to check in with each other and see how we're doing. And I love it. So I'm so, so grateful. Thank y'all for sharing. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.